Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. This is the Trouble with Religion, Part 3. Someone asked me about the hijab, and I started to do research on its source, and I found once again that men were making the decision for women about what to wear and how to act. They go on for pages reciting verses and hadith and not quite understanding or including a woman's point of view. And the term hijab is not found in the Quran. Now, I am not a Quranic scholar, nor an imam, nor in a position of authority to tell other people what to do. One of my jobs as sheikh is to help people think and to help them consider the bigger picture to remind them that Allah has all the power and majesty and might and we know so very little. What this brings to mind is that it is so easy to turn anything into a religion. A religion may be defined as the belief and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods, or a particular system of faith and worship, and a pursuit of interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. Contained within this structure are traditions either borrowed or part of a culture. Hair covering for both men and women in the Middle East is an ancient tradition. So a religion might have many religions or patterns of behavior within it. Very often, the cultural traditions are embedded within the religion, thus making it difficult to disengage the actual spiritual teachings from the cultural artifacts. Hair covering is just one of the many religions within every religion. And just as people who want their lawns nice and trim do not understand that their patch of grass comes from a poor copy of the fabulously wealthy lords and ladies who had vast pastures. That's the history, the source of why we have lawns. So often the petty bickering about what to wear and how to look is part of this conundrum. There is no definitive answer because it depends on the tradition you're part of, the one others are promulgating and what it means to you. I cannot mention any specific cultures because we are all guilty of imposing our culture, beliefs, and nafs on others. What I can say is that the Quran explicitly states that, quote, there is no compulsion in religion, unquote. I take that to mean we come to our own decision through studying our heart, discussing it with Allah, and finding a way to bring peace in our community and family. Various communities throughout the world maintain an unvarying adoption of an earlier tradition, including clothing, hair, and rituals, like the Hasidim in Israel or New York. 
they keep an ancient Polish ghetto as an artifact in their lives. Various festivals bring out every country's traditional costumes, dances, masks, and music, hidden away during the year until the moment that the festival arrives. Everyone knows the songs, the food, and the purpose. Honoring traditions is important, but more important is the knowledge of how it all fits together and what the true purpose is of the wardrobe or hair covering. Seek the source and come to your own conclusions. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum, Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free, but it costs equipment rental services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.